where God bless you, Father. Hallelujah. We lift you up. Lord, I ask that you break open the bread of life for your people here today. Lord, we want to hear from heaven. We're not here to hear from a man. But, Lord, we're here to, to hear from heaven so that we can be healed in every way. We want the fullness of God. And we thank and praise you, Lord, and we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Well, the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. We are the redeemed. Amen. We are the redeemed. Who else could be the redeemed except us? Amen. And all of you who are born again, you're the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, the redeemed really is a a, a new species of being, but it's nobody else like us. We are a different species. We are a, a new species, and I say new because every day there's somebody being born again, newly coming into the kingdom. So the, um, the kingdom of God is, is just growing and growing and growing, and every time someone comes to the Lord, you know, they are a new creation in Christ. Amen? Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and that's why we are a new creation, new species, and there's nobody like the redeemed. Amen? I mean, you look in there, what God created on the earth. He only created us as the redeemed. Amen? Animals can't be redeemed. You know what I'm saying? Satan can't be redeemed. But we are the redeemed. Hallelujah. Amen. And this is the dispensation for the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. We're in a category all by ourselves. We rule and reign. Who else can do that other than the redeemed? We rule and we reign with Christ. And this is why religion and the world does not understand us. Amen. If you, if you, you have religion, you don't understand the re- re- redemption of Jesus Christ and living in the newness of life. Amen. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law and grafted us into the blessings of Abraham through Jesus Christ. Amen. And so I hope you caught that. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. We'll talk a little bit more about the redeemed. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that I am redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. Whatever I've done in the past, when I, I confessed my sins, it went null and void. Amen. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5.17. It talks about therefore. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And that word new means fresh and unused. The word new also means novel, quality. Amen. So we are people of quality. Amen. Hallelujah. God sees us that way. I don't care how many problems you've had. I don't care what you've done. You plead the blood. Amen. Because, see, the redeemed of the Lord has been purchased by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Which makes you clean, whole, new. Amen. Old things are passed away. God doesn't remember anything that you've been uh, redeemed from. And so we are the redeemed of the Lord. It's just good news, although we already know it. Amen. It's it's old, but it's new. Amen. In other words, Paul is saying after his conversion, you know, from Saul to Paul, he no longer made external evaluations. And that's what the redeemed, when you're redeemed, you don't make external observations. Amen. But you walk in the spirit and not in the flesh. And you lean toward the spirit. You pull from the spirit. And so when you see uh, everyday things or everyday life and when you see problems, you don't evaluate them from a natural standpoint. Are y'all here today? But when you see things going on, you, you uh, judge these things by the spirit. Are you here? So you don't look and view from an earthly, earthly perspective. You don't view things the way you did when you were not born again. But yet and still, sometimes when we get born again and the freshness wear off, because it's always new, you know, but when the freshness wears off, we start to view things the same old way we did before we were born again. Amen. 
but we're supposed to view things in a new and a fresh way. View things the way God has us view them because we're spiritual beings. You don't view things by the flesh. You view things by the spirit. Amen? Just as we receive things by the spirit. So the redeemed lives a different way from the world. The redeemed lives a different way from religion. Amen? See, the redeemed does not fit in different slots. Amen? It's like a a square peg being forced in a round hole. You just don't fit. You don't fit in anything that the world has to offer. But you fit in the kingdom of God with people of like faith, people of like precious faith, people who are with one mind on one accord. Amen. With the same goals, the same intentions, and the same uh, looking for the same outcome. Amen. So we are the redeemed. And when you're redeemed, you don't view things from a natural way. Amen. So Paul no longer estimated or estimates a person according to worldly standards. You don't judge people by worldly standards. Amen. You don't estimate situations by worldly standards. But you allow God to tell you and show you how to judge certain things, what to think. Amen. How to think. Amen. You know, you, you line up with God. Amen. You don't you don't look at something from this person's perspective or that person's perspective. If it's right, it's right. If it's God. Amen. You line up with God. Your judgment is with God. Amen. God is always fair. He's a fair God. He's a just God and he does not make mistakes. Amen. We do, but he doesn't. But the redeemed always looks at things from a, 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 a heavenly perspective. You know, we think like Jesus, because we have the mind of Christ. Don't get it twisted. We have the mind of Christ, so we see things the way God shows them to us, not in a carnal fashion. Amen. So start to see differently. Think differently. Desire those things that, are, that Christ desires. In other words, we want to see God's kingdom come to pass. We want to see the kingdom, you know, come to, uh, to pass. And whatever it is that God wants, we want. Amen. We move out of the natural realm into the spirit realm where we have eyes to see and ears to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. Amen. And so the redeemed are not supposed to think like we thought before we got born again. The redeemed think like God thinks. We want what God wants. Amen. We want his plan and his purpose for our lives. Amen. And if you don't want it, if you um, just work on your relationship with God. Yesterday we talked about uh, a personal, passionate love affair with God out of the songs of Solomon. And we found out that God is a passionate God. Amen. He loves us with an everlasting love. And he will, if you continue to seek him, you know, the Bible says if you seek him, you'll find him. But we're to hunger and thirst after righteousness. Follow him like a deer pants for water. This is the motivation that's on the inside of us when we hunger and thirst for God. Amen. And so God must be the center of your attention at all times. If he's not, you'll drift off into somebody else's web of something. Amen. I'll leave that there. Everybody say, what's she saying? What's she saying? Amen. But this is, <laughs> this is what a new creation is. We start to see differently. When you start to see differently, think differently. Think like God thinks. Want the things that he wants. You want justice. Amen. You want the things that are right for you and for others. Not just, you don't just want for you, you want for others. Then you're thinking like God thinks. Amen. And not just wanting them, but making sure, doing your part to make sure that everybody gets their needs met. Amen. And so then you're thinking like God because we are in Christ. Hallelujah. The redeemed are in Christ. And that means, that's what in Christ means, simply means you're a Christian. And when you're a Christian, you act like, you know, you can tell true Christians from people who just go to church and say they're a Christian because their actions don't change. 
and their actions don't change because their thinking doesn't change. Your thinking doesn't change because you don't have, you're not in Christ. He has to be in here, amen, to change your heart and change your mind, amen. Uh, Because out of the abundance, amen, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and it lets everybody know where you are. And so this is a time in the season where God is doing so much more for us. All we have to do is cry out to him. He's changing our, our appetite for different things. He's changing our want to be to not want to be. I mean, he is changing everything about us if we will only allow him to do it. Amen. And to desire to come higher. Come higher in him. Christ's death and resurrection. And our identification with him by faith makes us a new creation. And that's what a new creation is. The death, burial, resurrection, and our identification with Christ. Identify with him. And this was what makes us new creations in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now the redeem, that redeem, that word means to compensate for the faults. So guess what? All your faults have been compensated for, if I can get it out. All of your faults have been compensated for. In other words, you've been vindicated. When you mess up, all you have to do is own up. And when you own up, you are covered. You're covered by the blood of Jesus. You're a new creation. The Bible says that old things, we just read it, old things pass away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. Hallelujah. That word redeemed also means reclaim, to recover, to rescue. It means restored. It also means safe. You're safe. You're safe from the fiery flames, so to speak. (laughs) Well, that didn't go over well. Amen. Maybe a lot of repentance need to be going on in here. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. Let's go to Romans 3. I got you. Romans 3. Hallelujah. Okay, Romans 3, verse 23. It says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Amen. In other words, we've been declared righteous by Jesus. So isn't it good to know you've been declared righteous, although we have so many faults, but we've been declared righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. And 24 says, being justified, and that's what declared righteous means, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So in him, this is why the Bible says in him we live, move, and we have our being. If we can just stay in him. Now what does that mean? In him, in him in mind, in him uh, in character, with our thoughts, allowing him to come into our hearts, identifying with him. Amen. Hallelujah. There is no other species like the redeemed. I'm telling you. You go through this Bible, there's nobody like us. Nobody. (laughs) Hallelujah. God chooses the foolish things to confound the wisdom of the wise. Not many wise according to the flesh. Not many mighty. Not many noble are called. But God calls the foolish things. That's us. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand. Be thankful. Be grateful. Amen. God didn't have to call you. He don't have to use you. But he loves us with an everlasting love. He wants to use us. Amen. And the good thing about God is he doesn't remember the bad things that we do. We're washed clean. The minute we repent, we're clean. Amen. Hallelujah. God chooses the foolish things, not the mighty, not the noble. Not the wise. Amen. Because this is God's show. Amen. It's not ours. God uses, uses the things that are despised. Do you know you are despised by the world? Amen. The redeemed 
is despised by the world. Part of it is because, and I believe number one, is because they're jealous of what we have. See, they can't figure out how to be like us and keep their sin too. Amen. They don't want us. They don't want to get away from that. Amen. And so they're jealous of what they know they can't have, but what they don't know is they can have it. Amen. You know, don't ever feel like an outcast when you mess up, but repent and get back in with God. Amen. Hey, God, know you're gonna mess up again. He knows it because he knows us better than we know ourselves. But repent and keep a keep close tabs with God or keep short accounts. Amen. God, I messed up again. Oh, I know it, but I love you. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the condition of your heart. Amen. So stay close to God. We talked yesterday about personal relationship with God and loving him, you know, as he loves us with an everlasting love. And being honest and truthful with God and just talking to him. See, God is not some entity that's sitting on on a throne judging us all the time. But he's in your heart. And he's as close as right here. He's with me now. And in the midnight hours or just when you're at home relaxing, talk to him because he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. He is your friend. Amen. God is nothing to be afraid of. And if you're ashamed of something, repent. That's what repentance. Repent, repentance just cleans the slate. Plead the blood. I plead the blood. Amen. Plead the blood. Hallelujah. You know, there's only one um, verdict, and that's not guilty. You're not guilty. So plead the blood. Amen. Hallelujah. No, we are a new creations, and God wouldn't say you're new if you're not new. You're a new creation. Old things are passed away, and the word is real. Hallelujah. So God uses the things that are despised. Jesus was despised and rejected, amen, but he got the job done, and he said it is finished. He finished the job. He didn't quit on the job. He finished it, amen, for you and for me, and the things which are not to bring, now listen to this, I had to write it down because I couldn't say it twice. So, the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. So let me say it again. God uses the things that are despised and the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. In other words, you use your faith for what's not, for what's unseen. Amen. It doesn't take faith to believe for what already is, but it takes faith to believe for what's not. Are y'all here today? Amen. So no flesh will glory. And this is why God does this. He's running this show so that no flesh can glory in his presence. You know, we're all humble under his authority. Amen. So we need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And this is the only way to live. God loves us with an everlasting. We can trust him. See, I'm telling you, we don't trust God sometimes. Amen. I've been there. You say, I've been there. Say that to him because he might really be mad where he was watching you when you did it. (laughs) You can say anything to God. Amen. Amen. God uses The things that are despised. Amen. The redeemed doesn't operate out of self-sufficiency. That's what humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God is all about. It's not about self. You know, we're not bragging about being the redeemed. We're happy. Amen. About being redeemed. Hallelujah. But you know why? Because our future is bright. Amen. Because we can do all things through him who strengthens us. Because there's nothing withheld from us. So we are the redeemed. Amen. The redeemed only, the redeemed only glory in the Lord. It's not about pride or self glory, you know, vanity. It's nothing like that. But the redeemed love the Lord. Amen. The redeemed does not operate out of self sufficiency or human wisdom. Amen. But total dependency on God. It's like Amos 9.13 is talking about total 
dependency on God. Amen. You know, uh, sufficiency from him. You know, full supply. You know, where God is manifesting himself. But, but he wants the glory. All we have to do is acknowledge him and acknowledge that we are limited. God is not limited. Amen. We are limited. But we're the redeemed. Because we're going to do exploits in his name. The things that Jesus does, we'll, we will also do and greater things. Amen. That's because we are the redeemed. That's what the redeemed does. Amen. We do exploits in the name of Jesus. We prophesy in the name of Jesus. Amen. Everything that we do, we do in his name and greater things. You know, there was someone whose father had passed away at the hospital, and the son just went in there and commanded his father to get up. He says, you know it's not time for you to die. Get up. And the father got up. He had been dead for an hour. See, those are greater things. Amen. The redeemed. It's good to be serving the Lord. It's not something that... uh, causes you to not be able to do this or not be able to do that that's the wrong way to look at it amen but when you are saved and when you are redeemed uh, the redeemed of the lord there's opportunity there's open doors there's so many things that we can do because god's plan and purpose on this earth is already predestined for us to walk in the ways of the lord Walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Accomplish certain goals while we're here on earth. There's certain um, jobs, you know, that God has attached to us that we have to get done before our time is up here. And so it's good to be the redeemed because God has um, just caused us to be able to do so much more than normal people. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we we want to see God's victory in this lifetime. We want to see his word come to pass. And the redeemed can make it happen. God's given us the power and the authority to go forth and do exploits. And this is what the redeemed, it's good to be the redeemed. It's an exciting time to be serving the Lord unless you're just a bench warmer. Unless you're just a chair warmer, you know, but if you want to do things, great things for God and you're expecting great things, then you can get out and do what God has called you to do. Amen. Let's go to first Corinthians one. Hallelujah. First Corinthians one. No, I'm yeah. First Corinthians one. Don't get me messed up with these one and twos. First Corinthians, oh, one, verse 30. This is, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. Amen? Well, let's go back up to 29. And it says that no flesh should glory in the presence of God. And that's what we were talking about. See, when you're redeemed, the redeemed gets that flesh burnt off in the beginning. Amen. If you're still operating in flesh, then you got some, you need to get in your word until all of that dross is burned off. Because that's baggage that you don't need. God doesn't like it and you don't like it either because it keeps getting you in trouble. Amen. And so we need to travel lightly. Amen. Y'all will get that maybe later. But you need to travel lightly. Amen. (laughs) Don't need the baggage. But verse 30 says, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Amen. That is, it is written, he who glorifies, let him glory in the Lord. Amen. In other words, don't get into this vain glory. Don't get into self-glory. Amen. When you do something for God, keep it moving because there's lots more to do. Amen. (laughs) There's still some more to do. Don't glory, you know, in your own self, whatever, self-doing. But glory only in what God is doing on the inside of us and and on the outside. Glory in God, thanking him, praising him, being appreciative 
for him saving us and giving us an assignment to do on this earth. Amen. You know how many Christians are just sitting home bored? They're bored with church. They're bored with everything, and they don't come. That's why churches are empty. Mega churches are full because, you know, everybody's just there putting, you know, they do. They have another exercise. It's called tap the basket. But, but when you are being taught of the Lord, mo- most churches, they're empty because people are bored because they don't have that inward encouragement by God. They're just tired because they don't have a relationship with God. They're not taught to have a relationship with God. And so it, life gets boring. And before you know it, they're backslidden. Amen. So you have to stay encouraged. You know, when Paul was in jail, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He and Silas, how did he do it? He sung praises unto the Lord. And he stayed encouraged in, through a bad situation. When bad things hit us, we, we collapse and we fold. Amen. But the Bible says to encourage yourself in the Lord. And this is what Paul did. And when he encouraged himself in the Lord, the prison doors flew open. Amen. And he didn't even try to escape. He told the jailer, don't worry, we're all in here. Amen. But they, just, they were so in, enthused and, and just overwhelmed with the presence of God that came into that jail cell that nobody tried to run. Amen. And so, you know, they start counting heads. And he said, wow, prison doors open. Nobody ran. Amen. Because the, the glory filled that place. Amen. See, when, when people are on one accord, the glory falls. It even fell in prison. It can fall wherever you are if you, you want it to. The glory will fall. Amen. So sanctification means cleansed and we're redeemed. That word righteous or righteousness, it's in right standing with God. He's declared us righteous. Amen. You're in right standing with God. When Abraham and Sarah made mistakes, messed up, did some stuff, but when they finally decided decided to consider not, consider not your situation, consider not what you're going through, consider not what it looks like, consider not the things that you have to go through from day to day, but trust God. Amen? And when um, they decided, Abraham and his wife Sarah decided to consider not, amen, it was accounted to him as righteousness. That means he was in right standing with God, amen. Why? Because they began to trust in that word that had been spoken over them, amen. Nothing else worked in the natural. And so they clicked over into the supernatural, where, the, where we are, the redeemed, where we believe what God believes, trust in what God tells us to trust in. Amen. And we see him just changing things. Sometimes you have to step, step back and trust him like Abraham did. Amen. And God told him he would be the father of many. And he is our spiritual father. Amen. If it wasn't for Abraham starting and learning how to consider not, we wouldn't have all of the blessings that we have. Amen. You know, our benefits package wouldn't be so fat. It would be real teeny weeny and small. But because of our father Abraham, amen, considered not. He considered not the age of his body. He considered not his wife. She was long past the age of having children. But when God said they would be the father of many and that, that a child would come from them, they considered not. Amen. Are you a consider not? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise. I know some of y'all haven't made up your mind yet. Amen. But consider not the thing. Don't consider how it looks. Don't, you can't make a decision based on how things look. If Jesus says you're healed, you're healed. Amen. Hallelujah. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. You know, consider not how you feel. Consider not what you're going through. Amen. But look toward the hills from which your help comes from. 
and cry out to him. Amen. And you'll find out that you're not in this by yourself, but God never leaves us, nor does he uh, forsake us. He is there with us. Amen. Hallelujah. So the redeemed are justified, and that word justified means proven right. If you're, if you're innocent, God will prove you right. And if you're guilty, God's going to prove you wrong. Amen? Because you can't fool God. But the word justified means proven right and acquitted of all charges. Amen. Plead the blood. When you're guilty, plead the blood. Amen? See, people forget about that. You can plead the blood even when you're guilty. Amen? Hallelujah. Because you're, uh, you're looking for God to remove whatever wrong you've done. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what makes us the redeemed. That's what makes us like no other people. Amen. There's nobody like the redeemed. Amen. Pretty soon you're going to be glad to be the redeemed. Find some joy in being the redeemed. Hallelujah. When you're redeemed, that means your family, your household will be saved. Amen. That means that nothing will be missing for your, from your life. Nothing will be broken in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. When you have a need, there's an open door to God where you can always go and get your needs met. Just trust in the word. If the Bible says that you're healed, you were healed by Jesus Christ, you're healed. Amen. You get up and walk in it. And a pretty soon, it will catch up with you. Don't give up. And it's hard. But don't give up. Keep plowing. Keep plowing. You know, I think the biggest thing, uh, uh, the hardest thing I'll say with getting a healing is fighting the doctors. Um, what's that? The doctors uh, diagnose. That's the best the fight. That's the fight. Amen. So once you can, you can get in the habit of getting that under control, coming from under that, you home free. Because those symptoms will fall off sooner or later. Amen. But we have to fight the doctors and their words. Words form form your life. Words form atmospheres. Amen. And so you have to fight those words that's been spoken over you and about you. But I'm telling you, if you keep fighting, and you keep fighting with the word of God, you will win. Don't ever give up. You win. You've won already. Amen. Hallelujah. So we've been purchased with the blood of Jesus. He paid the price. In other words, he paid a high price to get you out of trouble. Amen. We don't deserve it. No. But it's in the plan of God. It's in the, with, it's in the will of God. And we rule and reign with Christ. Hallelujah. The indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit causes us to become holy and our bodies the temple of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because we've been purchased with a price. In other words, our bodies don't belong to us. They belong to God. Amen. They belong to him. So we have to honor him in everything that we do. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 6. We're already in 1 Corinthians. Let's flip over to 6, verse 19. And it says here, well, I want to read 18, but I don't want to offend anybody, but here we go. Go there. All right, let's read 16. It says, Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. That ain't good. 17 says, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Isn't that good? Verse 18 says, So flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins, sins against his own body. 19, this is the scripture I wanted. 19, it says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, 
whom you have from God, and you are not your own? See, we are not our own. We don't call the shots. We're the redeemed. Amen. And when you're redeemed, you don't just do anything. So this is why it's so important to walk in the spirit and get a new mind and a new way to think. Because when you think the old way, you'll allow yourself to be trapped in some situation. That's because you're thinking the old way. But when you understand redemption and you know that there's nothing uh, attached to you like sin, you're sin free. And you don't have to do the things that you, because you're not that person anymore. You, you walk free from that. You start to think higher. Am I making sense? You start to think higher than what you used to think when you were not born again. Amen. And so this is what redeemed. Redeemed means that all old things have passed away. Behold, you have a new way of thinking. And so you think higher. If you're having trouble, which all of us do, get in the word and get your mind cleansed. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you something. It ain't, it ain't as easy as just don't do it. You're going to do it. But when you get a new mind and a new heart and a new attitude, the further and further sin is from you. Amen. It's a process. And the good thing is God is there to help us. We can't do this stuff by ourselves. Amen. Amen. You got, you got to be in him to stay holy. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's do uh, 19 o- uh, over again. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have, you have from God, and you are not your own? Verse 20, for you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. So in other words, your body and your spirit belong to God. Amen. You can't just do whatever and that's good to think about amen that'll make you think it'll make all of us think and when we mess up don't be ashamed to just go to god get that cleared up amen and and god justifies us amen he justifies us in other words he proves us right and he acquits us of all charges we're acquitted amen it's as simple as that don't try to figure this stuff out with your brain it's not for your brain. It's for your heart. You don't think with your head. You think with your heart. Amen. And just receive what God has for you. Receive it and be glad in it. Amen. Because we're the redeemed. The redeemed must honor God who they belong to and who dwells on the inside of us. we got to honor that. And we are the just. In other words, we're justified. And the just shall live by faith. So it's our job, our duty to live by faith and not by sight, not by what you see. You don't live by what you see. Amen. You don't trust in what you see. You trust in what you know. What did God say? You know what God said. These things are already spoken. Amen. And so you keep that, you keep hope alive by trusting and believing in what God has already said. If God declared it, you have an oath and a promise, amen, that those things will come to pass. I don't care how much the devil works overtime to try to pull you into something wrong. You know, he will not uh, get victory over you. Keep fighting. Don't give up. You are loved. Amen. Hallelujah. And God knew what we God knew we were going to mess up. And he's made provision for that. Amen. In other words, God is not ashamed of you. And don't you be ashamed of you. Amen. You're here for a purpose. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, Paul was a murderer. He killed Christians because he didn't like Jesus. And he followed them, and he, he hunted them down, followed them, and, and you know, cornered them and, and slaughtered them, just like ISIS is doing people right now. Amen. But he was converted. And he was changed so much so that God changed his name from Saul to Paul. Amen. He changed his name. He changed everything about him. Amen. So nobody is ever too bad. 
for God to change you. Amen. Don't ever feel that way. Don't ever feel that way. God loves you. Amen. He is not done with anybody in here. Why? Because we're the redeemed. Hallelujah. We're predestined. See, God knew we were coming. He planned for us to come, and he made provision for our lives from beginning to end. Amen. Hallelujah. Alpha and Omega, he knew we were coming. And so in between is our lives, and what we do with it is up to us. Amen. And so we have to trust God in these things. Don't give up because of mistakes. Because everybody making them. Some people's mistakes are just not as open as others. But everybody makes mistakes. Amen. Don't get in the habit of making them. But when you do, write it out. Amen. Repent and write it out. Because we're the just. We're justified. You know, God's done everything to cleanse us, justified us. He redeemed us. You know, he's done everything that we need. He, he's purified us. He's done it all. All we need to do is just know it. Know who we are. Amen. (laughs) Most of the time we make mistakes because we don't know who we are. Because we don't trust in what God has already done on the inside of us. We don't trust that. Amen. Because we don't know who we are in him. In him we live and move and have our being. In him. We're trying to live outside of him and that's why our lives don't work. Amen. You can't live outside of God. Amen. When you're born again, you live in him. You move in him because there's a part of him that's in us. You can't do anything without God. You can't leave him nowhere. You go to a party, you done drug the Holy Spirit with you. Amen. Go to a bar. He's there too. Amen. He doesn't get drunk, but he's at the bar with you. So you have to just get used to being a supernatural being and stop being carnal because we've been delivered and set free. We are the redeemed. Amen. Let's go to Galatians 3. Hallelujah. Galatians 3. A few books back or just the flick of your finger and you're there. Galatians 3 verse 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it says, yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Amen. In other words, don't live by the law. Let me just go back up to 11. It says, but that, but that no one is justified by the law in the sight of God is evident. For the just shall live by faith. Now 12 says, yet the law is not of faith. Y'all hearing me? The law is not. See, we've been delivered by the, from the law. When you're justified, you don't live by the law. You don't live by the do's and don'ts. Amen. Can't do this. You can't eat that. Can't eat this. You, know, you can't do that. Amen. You're free. You're a free agent. He who the Son has set free is free indeed. Amen. Now, when you... Uh, are free in in Christ when you're redeemed you don't desire to do some things that's why you don't do them you don't do them because you feel threatened that you better not you don't do it because you don't desire to do it is that making a difference it's called the natural versus the spiritual are y'all here today I hope you know the difference amen Yet the law, I'm reading in verse 12 again, yet the law is not of faith. The just shall live by faith, but the law is not of faith. But the man who does them shall live by them. In other words, if you do the law, you're going to live by the law. Amen. And the law is a a heavy tax master. (laughs) In other words, you can't pay what... It's worth in pressure, (laughs) worry, nervousness. Amen. God is delivering us from that. Trust is what you do. The redeemed trust the Lord. Amen. Verse 13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Amen. Having become a curse for us, 
See, Jesus took this punishment already, and then you're going to go and do the do's and the don'ts. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do That's living by the law all over again because you're saying Jesus didn't do enough. He didn't take that. See, he took the pressure off of living right for us so we can freely do what's right. Amen. And it's not a chore to do what's right. Amen. Having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You receive the better part by faith. Amen. Hallelujah. You receive the better part by faith. In other words, the Holy Spirit is the better part. Amen. And you receive it, him, by faith. It's not an it, it's a him, by faith. So, in other words, there's no curse on the covenant. Amen. It's not going to cost you anything to trust the covenant. Although the covenant is man-made, it's good. Amen. Because Jesus' blood is signed on the dotted line. Amen. But don't get back under the law. Be free in who God has called you to be. He's made provisions for the redeemed. So you don't have to feel that pressure like I can't do this, I can't do this, I better do this, I better do that. You can be free to be who you are because you're redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. Your redemption is here. You're in right standing with God. You've been proven right and acquitted. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, when these desires come upon you, you can get rid of them without acting out. You acknowledge that they're there until your flesh gets beat down. You acknowledge that they're there and God helps you. You know, he's our help and Holy Spirit to come upon you and help you through. Amen. He'll help you make the right. See, we're not doing this by ourselves. You got to allow God to help you. That's what the Holy Spirit is for. He's here to help us, to guide, to lead, to draw. Y'all remember all of that, right? Amen. So God is not finished with us yet. You're not in this by yourself. The Holy Spirit is in you if you're the redeemed, and we are. He's in us to help us get through just a normal day. And he doesn't go to sleep when he's tired at night. He stays awake and alive in you for the next day and the next day and the next day. And when you're the redeemed, you get new mercies every morning. When you get up, if you had a bad day, the next day will be better. Amen. Tomorrow is a better day. So don't allow a bad day to overwhelm you. Amen. Because tomorrow is better. There's new mercies every morning. Amen. And there's grace. God has graced us to get through the day. And there's no such thing as I can't make it. You can. You redeem. The redeemed can make it all the time. In fact, the redeemed does not have to struggle with anything. Amen. Because there's grace and mercy for you every day. Grace allows us to it or it 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 enables us to make it through the day through the hard times grace allows us to do that amen i'm just talking about normal everyday life you know i'm not talking about when something bad happens and you you know of course we're going to you know it, it stifles you and it stops you sometimes and god is still there but just everyday life it should be smooth sailing amen get on the gospel ship and sell sell freely amen amen ride it out ride it out with god because he's made provision for us so that we don't have to have so many crises in our lives everything is smooth sailing amen it's you and the holy ghost jesus and god and you sailing into the next adventure amen you know, it, life should be fun. Life, you know what I found out? Religion makes life so It's no fun. Amen. Religion doesn't allow you to have fun in life. That's why most young people get bored with church because there's no fun. It's either too religious or just you can preach the word, preach out of this Bible, and have 
people feel free and be free. Amen. Hallelujah. The word will be accepted, but we don't have to stifle people with the word. Amen. Hallelujah. But, you know, the, the, the Bible frees us up from all of this pressure that we have to do things in a certain way. It's already done. Just walk in the newness of life. That's the problem. People don't want to walk in the newness of life. Walk in your new creation life. And, and it's smooth sailing. Amen. Allow God. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, he leads and guides you into all true and all is well. You know, and it can be that easy if you just trust God. Stay in your word. If there's something you don't understand, if it's something you need from God, get in your word. And I'm telling you, he will not let you down. People do. God don't. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus became a curse for us. That's why we don't have to go through certain things. You know, Jesus already, he's already done that. He's taken care of all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's done these things, so all we need to do is just trust him in these things and and just live for God. Live for, we get in trouble when we're trying to live for ourselves. Amen. That the blessings of Abraham might come upon us in Christ Jesus. That we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. So maybe if your life is not complete, you need the Holy Ghost active and alive in you. Amen. If it's active and alive, then, you know, go with the flow. Go with what God is doing because God has already, he has a plan and a purpose for our life. He's already mapped it out already. All we have to do is get in the right position to receive everything that Christ has done for us. It's a confirmed covenant, this, co- this Abrahamic covenant. It's a confirmed covenant, and it cannot be annulled, cannot be added to. Amen. So the blessings of Abraham, we've been grafted into this blessing. Nobody can say it's not for us. It's for the redeemed. Amen. Nobody can take it away from us. Amen. The redeemed have every spiritual blessing we're worthy of every spiritual blessing don't ever let people tell you something different the redeemed are worthy of every divine privilege and resource available now to us these things are available right now you don't have to wait to be redeemed you're redeemed right now and all of these blessings and all of these benefits amen that um abraham's covenant with G- with god those blessings are for us right now you don't have to wait to get them you get them right now amen hallelujah everything that you need healing deliverance uh restoration a uh, financial blessing prosperity everything is in the benefits package amen and nobody can take it away from us nobody can annul it nobody can vo- void it out Amen. If you're born again, it's for you. Amen. The blessings are sure. Amen. Because we're predestined. We have a, an appointed plan and a guaranteed destiny for the redeemed. In other words, the redeemed know where we're going. We know where we're headed. And we know what's expected. Why? Because we're predestined. We have an appointed plan for an appointed time. And a guaranteed destiny for the redeemed. Amen. We are the redeemed. We are graced with grace or accepted in the beloved. However you want to put it. Amen. And God's kingdom purposes are fulfilled through us. Now what God wouldn't treat us like royal? Because we are royalty. Amen. Why? Because God's kingdom purposes are fulfilled through the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything that God has predestined for us, we need. He he took care of everything that we might need. Amen. Everything is already taken care of. All we have to do is walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Is this good news for you? Hallelujah. 
Let's go to Ephesians 1. I'm almost done for those who are bored. But if you like the word, and if you like reading the word, scripture by scripture, this is for you. Amen. Ephesians 1 verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Now, who, who's this Bible talking? It's talking about the redeemed. It's talking about us. Amen. It says, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Holy and without blame. Are y'all here today? You are holy and without blame. Amen. I'll receive that. You are holy and without blame before him in love because he loves us. Hallelujah. Verse 5, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So in other words, it's God's good pleasure to give us all things. Amen. Pertaining to life and godliness is his good pleasure. And verse 6 says, To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. Amen. With all spiritual blessing. Amen. So when Satan comes and tries to remind you of something that you did wrong, you tell him, look, I'm accepted in the beloved. Amen. Hallelujah. You can read verse 6 to him. To the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in, I'm accepted in the beloved. You're accepted in the beloved. You're the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't have to sit up and, and listen to the devil try to tell you who you are. You know who you are. Amen. Hallelujah. And the plan of salvation is already secured. Look, the redeemed has a secure plan for salvation. Amen. <laughs> we already been accepted in the beloved. That's why. It's secure. You mess up, you can get back in. Why? Because the plan of salvation for you is secured. Amen. Hallelujah. It's secured. Hallelujah. This is about us, the redeemed, and not about self. Yes, this is the dispensation of the redeemed. Amen. It's good to be the redeemed. Nothing like being. There's no other people like it, like the redeemed on earth. There's nobody else created like the redeemed. You know, we reign as, as royalty kings and queens on this earth. Who else can do that but the redeemed? Amen. Hallelujah. This is about the redeemed. The dispensation of the redeemed. That word dispensation means um, exempt from a rule or requirement. In other words, you're exempt from a rule or a requirement. You're exempt from the law. Are y'all here today? In other words, you have immunity or reprieve. Also, dispensation is a system of order or an arrangement of government, the method of, or scheme of things. Are y'all here today? According to which God carries out his purpose and toward man, and it's called dispensation. In other words, he's carrying out his plan and his purpose for your life, for my life, for the, for the born-again experience. He's, he has this plan that the gospel shall be preached in all nations amen and everybody will hear the word of god amen as the word is covered to see so shall god's word go out so he god already has a plan for the redeemed amen hallelujah so it's a plan or a scheme of things it's called dispensation let's see also dispensation means um a system of order or an arrangement, a government. Amen. And God carries out this government. 
and this government is solely uh, purposed for his plans toward man, his arrangement, his arrangement of things. What he wants, in other words, what he wants to happen will happen because it's already planned and purpose. That's why God has a plan and purpose for all of our lives, and we don't need to deviate from it. Amen. We need to want what God wants. We need to want what he wants because you know what he wants? He wants us to be happy. But sometimes he gets to our happiness in a different way, in a different method that we get to our happiness because we don't know the way. Amen. We think we know the way. See, we know things in part and we know as far as we can see. Amen. And so we take a... Uh, a righteous stand for what we feel and what we think is right but only God really knows the right way so we need to get with God and get with his plan and his purpose for our lives so we can really get it right and get some joy out of life get some happiness out of life amen where you don't feel like nothing's going your way if you're going God's way, everything is going your way. Amen. You, you understand what I'm saying? Stop going against God's way and get with God and you'll be um, walking in the newness of life, so to speak. And you'll, you'll feel happy and, you know, you'll have more um, joy. Because joy is a merry medicine. Without it, you ain't got much. Amen. So what will happen to the redeemed? Amen. We need to live in the fullness of times, the fullness of him. What will happen to the redeemed? What's God's will and plan for us, the redeemed? Amen. That's what you're wondering. What's what's going to happen to me? Am I ever going to get what I need? Am I ever going to be happy? Am I ever going to feel fulfilled? So what's going to happen to the redeemed? Let's go to Jeremiah 29, 11 and get the answer. <laughs> Jeremiah 29, 11. See, when you know the thoughts, when you know God's thoughts towards you, you don't worry about what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Amen. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you and expect it in. That's what's going to happen to the redeemed. Amen. We'll seek him and find him. Pray to him and he will answer. Amen. And he says he'll be, we'll be found by him. And he'll find us. And he'll bring you back from your, the day of your captivity. He'll bring you back. Amen. And he'll bring that you into the your former state former state of prosperity. He'll return that to you. All right, so let's let's read it. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. And this is God's plan for you and me. Thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. So what's going to happen to the redeemed? You'll have a future and a hope. Amen. You line up with God. Line your thoughts up with God. Amen. Line your heart up with God. Read your word. Get your mind changed. Renewed by the word. And that's how you line up with God. Amen. He says he has an expected end for you. A future and a hope. Verse 12, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Amen. Verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. Not just a little bit, not just on Sunday, not just at prayer, but seek him all the time. Being a habitator, not a visitor. Amen. Follow after him. You know, when you want something, you follow after it. 
It says, and I will be found by you, saith the Lord, and I will bring you back from your captivity. Hallelujah. He said, that's, I'll bring you back from your exile. I'll bring you back from your iniquity. Amen. And I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I'll bring you to a place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. So in other words, God is going to return you to that former state of prosperity. Amen. He's going to return you to the for, your former uh, position. He's going to return you to that former plan like it was in the garden. Amen. Where you had all rights and privileges in him. Amen. But we have to trust. You know, you got to trust God. And when you keep short accounts with God, when you mess up, repent. Amen. What's so hard about, what's so bad about that? Well, I, I don't want to hear it. God's not going to lecture you. You get your heart right. All you, you need to say is, I, I messed up again. And he'll say, I know, but I love you anyway. Amen. See, we have this struggle and this fight with God when he don't know who you are, when you don't visit quite frequently. Amen. Amen. He'll say, well, who is this? Uh, let me think now. <laughs> Amen. But when he know you, he's right there saying, I knew you was going to do that. But I love you, and I'm going to show you how not to do that anymore. Amen. Hallelujah. So he's going to take us back to our original plan, as it was in the garden, to subdue, to take dominion, and to reign. That's what's going to happen to the redeemed. Subdue, take dominion, and reign. This is the dispensation of the redeemed. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not hard work. It's already planned out. All you got to do is take your step. Do your part. It's just as easy as doing a favor for the redeemed, you know, does things for people, care about people. That's part of what you have to do. Amen. When you're the redeemed, God changes your heart toward people. Amen. And you want to bless, bless, bless. Amen. Hallelujah. That didn't go over very well, but somebody got it. Blessed. Amen. It's not hard. Just go with what you know. Hallelujah. God wants to change your life. Let him. You know, stop being such a hard nut to crack. It's called pride. Pride comes before the fall. Amen. That's the word of the day. Pride comes before the fall. Amen. But God wants to change you. Amen. Because you're redeemed. This is the dispensation of the redeemed. Amen. Father, we thank you and we praise you. Hallelujah. We lift you up. You're redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord's face, eternal God.